Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now, broadcasting live from multiple locations, using an erector set and a bunch of old toaster parts, it's the Mike Keltis Show. It's the Mike Calton Show. It's 1025 The Bone. It is 712 in the morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. we got a lot of things to talk about today. You had the uh, Democratic primary last night. A lot of changes. A lot of, uh, not changes, but a lot of things solidified now officially. Let's go to Galvin and let's uh, check out news. Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. All seven locations back open, ready to go. Carmen could have stopped in there. She wouldn't have blisters on her feet right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's got blisters on her feet. She's like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I can't even put tennis shoes on right now. But you go into Pelt's, they're going to go, this is the perfect fit for your foot. They can do it. They can socially distance do it so they don't have to touch your foot or do anything weird. They're doing it very safely. Uh, stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper my name. Get yourself ten percent off your entire order. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a little bit of the uh, <laughs> this morning. I, I was up coughing last night. I yeah, had like really? a little, a little, little acid oh, reflux cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. And uh, now I got everything all loosened up in the gizzard. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden officially became the Democratic candidate for president last night. During the Democratic National Convention, cameras went to all 50 states and U.S. territories where representatives announced their votes. Here are just a few of them announcing Biden. Here we go. Nevada. I am proud to cast 24 votes for Bernie Sanders and 25 votes for our next president, Joe Biden. North Carolina. 83 votes for the next president of the United States, Joe Biden. Biden. Oklahoma cast 13 votes for Bernie Sanders and 24 votes for our next president, Joe Biden. Michigan cast 53 votes for Bernie Sanders and 92 votes for our next president, Joe Biden. Mississippi cast two votes for Bernie Sanders and 38 votes for our next president, Joe Biden. Florida cast 57 votes for Bernie Sanders and 192 votes for our next president, Joe Biden. Uh, 57 in Florida for uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders still getting some of the votes in there. Well, and then did you see AOC's uh, one-minute speech? Yes. Where she, I don't know if we have that. Do we have that? No, we don't have that. Uh, Where she uh, second the nomination for Joe Biden. It was symbolic, but I feel like that she confuses people. I oh, feel yeah. Like that, that's, everybody goes, wow, what did I see? She doesn't like, uh, uh, she still wants Bernie, and she doesn't like Biden. And then she got on Twitter and was like, no, no, I'm I, you know, looking forward to Biden and blah, blah, blah. But I was asked to second the nomination for Bernie and this, that, and the other thing and change. And uh, it, it, I just think that it's, it sends out a message that they're, they're like, we'll settle for Biden, but we'd rather have Bernie. Right. That's what I got out of that. We, we want Bernie, but we don't think anyone will vote for him, you know, yeah. so he would lose. And then I got to tell you, I was watching uh, Biden something the other day, and I'm like, he is so old. Man, he is really he old. Is. Like, wouldn't yeah. you love to have a you know, 50-year-old president, that you're like, okay, this guy's a little more in touch where... Coherent and... Because really think about it, and I'm not saying, you know, oh, that's terrible and all the people that are, you know, Biden's age just have no idea. I'm saying you're becoming the president of the United States, and that is a tough job, and you're 77 years old. Most people who take the job become gray within the first six months. Yeah. And if you're already gray, your head just falls off. And (laughs) what's Trump? Trump's like 74 or whatever, right? 73, yeah. 73, yeah. I mean, you know, and that seems to be how we always go. Everybody says, oh, old white guy, old white guy. You know, that was one of the good things about Obama. At least he wasn't old. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's closest to your generation, I would say, as president. That's why I can't believe, because when you look at the presidents and, like, all of Congress, they're all, and senators, they're all, none of them are in our demographic. They're well, all aged out, basically. And, and I don't know how old these uh, people are that are speaking, but listen to a few of these people, whatever they're saying. Nevada. I am proud to cast 24 votes. Like, that sounds like your grandma. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And the next one. 83 votes for the next president. 83 votes for the yeah. next president. Oh, my dancer fell out. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Everybody in politics just seems so old. Whenever you see somebody who's, you know, in their 50s, you're like, who's this young young guy or yeah, young lady? Uh-huh. I think Obama was 46 when he was elected. Kanye West is 43. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, while all that was happening the other day, President Trump... He said he was going to pardon somebody. It was making a big deal out of it yesterday on the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. President Trump pardoned somebody special. Here he is pardoning that person. I will be signing a full and complete pardon for Susan B. Anthony. She was never pardoned. Did you know that? She was never pardoned. What took so long? And you know that she got a pardon for a lot of other women, and she didn't put her name on the list. So she was never pardoned for voting. For voting, that's right. She was guilty. That's right, she was guilty for voting. And uh, we are going to be signing a full and complete pardon. That's and I think that's really fantastic, right? She deserves it. Uh, hey, hey, lady, yeah. shut up. The president's mm-hmm. speaking. <laughs> like, what? what is this? For voting. For voting. That's right. <laughs> That's right. She was guilty for voting. And uh, we are going to be signing a full and complete pardon. Swarm, swarm, swarm. That's, uh, that's the official White House uh, Karen. Oh, shut it. Comments on everything. Yeah, shut it down, lady. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, uh, the president is speaking. He is pardoning Susan B. Anthony. Now, it may just be, you know, hey, look at this. Whatever. But he's doing a part. Shut up while he's talking. That's unbelievable to me. <laughs> I wish they had a Galvin at every press conference that he did. I just, I just give her the eye. I'd point at my eyes and point at her, and I'd go. And then I'd give her the the throat cut. Yes. Symbol. <laughs> Settle down. Uh, embattled Postmaster General Louis DeJoy reversed course Tuesday, saying that all changes being made to the Postal Service would be suspended until after the November 3rd election, just as 20 Democrat state, Democratic states states announced uh, plans to file federal lawsuits. Joy says uh, some of the deferred decisions uh, mean that retail hours at post office will not change. Mailing processing equipment and blue collection boxes will remain in place and no mail processing facilities will be closed. At least tem- uh, 20 Democratic attorney attorneys general across the uh, country are launching a multi-pronged legal effort to push back on the recent changes that disrupted mail delivery across the country and triggered accusations that Trump and his appointees are trying to undermine mail-in voting. May I just take this time to appreciate the uh, Land O'Lakes post office workers? Sure. Yeah. I, I have uh, for years gone in there uh, because we were mailing out t-shirts or hats or whatever it was. Could have been nicer. 99% delivery rate. Most of the errors were there on my fault. Uh, lack of postage. Uh, seriously though, I mean, uh, poor postal people, they really are getting crapped on lately. People but- don't even know why, but they're just piling on the postal workers, and I think they've been fantastic. But why is the post office getting so backed up and having so many problems when Amazon can literally get you your package the very (laughs) next day? They probably have more people working for them. I ordered pots, pans, and a new toothbrush, and I literally got it in less than 24 hours. Yeah, Yeah, but that's also, I mean, Carmen, that's the great thing about us for Amazon is we have a local Amazon here. Uh, Oh, true. And we're about to have another one uh, in, in the, I guess this is Odessa area over here. Um, so that, that is, you know, part of the reason why we're able to get it so quickly, but also, you know, God, I, I, I don't know what the, I don't even know how to tell, but what is the comparison to staffing between Amazon and the postal workers? And, you know, I, I, I don't know what the key is. And there, how but. much is coming through? Because, yeah. you know, you're thinking mail, there's a lot of mail. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of junk mail, a lot of, uh, you know, different stuff, bills and letters and whatnot. It, there's a lot of packages for Amazon, so we don't really know 
who has more what's going on exactly. But, yeah, it seems like Amazon's doing pretty well. (laughs) Gio, can I give you a task because I think this will affect you and I the most? Yes. I went down uh, State Road 54 yesterday in the Odessa area and noticed they broke ground on Hooters. Oh, man. But then I was worried for a second. Not that the food won't be delicious, but I need to know, is this going to be a sit inside and watch football Hooters? Or is this going to be one of those Hooters to go restaurants? The Hoots. The Hoots. I'm not mad at the Hoots because I could take the food back to my house, but I I enjoy a little let's sit down, have a Budweiser, and watch some football. We we definitely need a destination Hooters, not one that we could drive home safely from with full bellies and a questionable blood alcohol. No. No, I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) I don't even. I don't even drive. No, uh, but seriously, can we find out what, which one that is? Now, yes. now it's a win-win for us. Because if it's a destination Hooters, then we can go there and we can hang out. We can watch multiple football games, do our fantasy football drafts. and Maybe not this year, but you know what I'm saying. And, of course, eat the wings. And if it's not, it's a Hooters Express or Hooters to go or the Hoots, the Hootie Hoo, whatever they call that. Also a win because Tom, the guy who owns those, uh, is a buddy of mine. His son plays hockey with my son. So oh. either way, it's a win-win, but I would prefer one that we go sit down in. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I totally concur. We <laughs> can't be at my house every Sunday in brisket. We need to get out there and eat the the meat of other animals in yes. other people's places. Can I use yeah, your discount card, stale. Mike? Uh, no, it's non-transferable. What? Sorry. That's BS. Yeah, you could use it if you were eating with us, but you have not been invited. Oh. What if they put a uh, picnic table and a TV up on the roof? Ooh, that's romantic. Just specifically for you. Do they have waitresses? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. oh. they come yeah. up there. They come up there all out of breath and sweaty, and they're like, "This, <laughs> this, this mother over here." Can I get another food uh, cheese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me go back downstairs and get it for you, and then come uh, back up, jerk. I think the space over there is big enough for a full size Hooters. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a full-size Hooters because usually those hoots, they put them in, like, strip malls and, you know, yeah. they couple them with other things where this is just an area that looks just for a Hooters. So this is going, it's going Starbucks, gas station, express car wash, Hooters. That's what's there now. And then like a what about, what about where's the Greenwise? Is that near across there Across the street, no? right oh, across the street. Yeah, there you uh, go. That's a Greenwise and uh, a CVS and a couple other things. I mean, this is the first time ever I've been in a neighborhood where things actually developed while I lived in it. Coming Usually up. Basically, mm-hmm. when I moved, then they put everything in. They're basically building Mike Caltoland over by they are. <laughs> 54. <laughs> Although I will choose a Walgreens over a CVS. Did you say, are they putting any kind of uh, shooting area out there or anything or no? Oh. No. <laughs> no, but I just love Shooters World close enough. They have that and then yeah. uh, some sort of Hummer training camp. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> uh, newly unearthed photos show former President Bill Clinton receiving a neck massage. I thought this was yeah. fake. This is real? From yeah, alleged real. Jeffrey Epstein victim, Shantae Di- Shant- Davies. Following a flight on the financier's infamous Lolita Express. By the way, she's a white girl. It just sounds like a like a black girl's name. Uh, Joe, not. I believe you have the picture for that. Uh, saying, "quote Would you mind giving it a crack?" Davies recalled Clinton asking, <laughs> uh, according to the Daily Mail, who published these pictures. Uh, Clinton, who is 56 at the time of the September 2002 snaps, was en route to Africa for a humanitarian trip with Epstein and his entourage when the Lolita Express, Epstein's private jet, landed in Portugal for refueling. Uh, while we're in the terminal, the ex-president was complaining about stiffness, stiffness from falling asleep in his chair, Davies said. Uh, Davies, then 22 year old massage therapist who worked at Epstein's person as Epstein's personal masseuse was egged on by Ghislaine Maxwell now charged with procre- procuring uh, underage girls for Epstein oh boy mm. and we know that he was on that plane over 20 times yeah I mean we so are we just assuming that he was in I mean we can assume safely that he was involved in all this right but well here's the thing too she was 22 and she was a masseuse and he had a sore neck. You could go that route and say that's all that happened and he was going over to Africa to help out. Or you can say he was on the Lolita Express. Yeah. yeah. What were they doing in Africa? It's much easier to get young African kids over there in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, go back, Joe, if you can, to the previous picture that you showed. 
Keep going. Yeah, that that one there. That now the top right picture is wrong. That that so that picture's been debunked already. It's a picture of Bill Clinton with a hot blonde with big boobs and another girl, and there's an arrow above the other girl's head claiming that that is her as well. And it's not that if you zoom out on that picture, which you can't do. It's a whole family, uh, and those are the two daughters in the family, and Bill Clinton just standing behind them. Oh yeah, and they and pose for a picture with them. Yeah, but see, that's how things get out of hand. You know, yeah, sure. responsible yeah. reporting. Uh, that is not the same girl that you're seeing in the uh, in the pictures there. But there is another picture. Yeah, the picture on the left is the one that came out this week where it, they said he was like, "I never met the girl," and then they found a picture with her. Now they have two different instances. Mm-hmm. But they also he could, you know, maybe he didn't know. He, like you said, maybe they said there was a masseuse on the plane. Jeffrey Epstein's rich. He brings a masseuse so that if you if you fall asleep or if you get stiff between flights, she's there for that. He's rich. That's what he does. Uh, you know, I don't think Bill Clinton's an angel, but we're we're just assuming that he did these things. To me, it's crazy that there was pictures taken because I got It looks like these are pre-digital, so somebody yeah. took a picture, went and got it developed, and then sat on it for all this time. Yeah, but so if this girl, the picture on the left there, not the massage picture, Joe, the last one you showed, the picture on the left, that looks like she's like, can I take a picture with the president? Yeah, you know? I yeah. Mean, that's that yeah. doesn't look like there's anything bad going on there. And like I said, the picture up top is not even her. Well, and did she say that he did anything inappropriate with her? Yeah. Yeah, she well, she's saying that they had several encounters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is this is. Uh, I believe that there is something there. I just don't know that this right. Is, it's and, the where there's smoke, there's fire type yeah. of thing. Where you see this and you go, okay, well, the guy was on this plane with this uh, known pedophile for twenty over twenty different trips and stuff. You assume that there's something going on there. We know. We've talked about this a bunch of times. We know a bunch of comedians. Who have eaten dinner yeah. at Jeffrey Epstein's house and hung out with him because he is friends with Woody Allen and the lore is is the allure to eat dinner with Woody Allen and that's what's getting everybody there and there and uh, I remember when Nick DiPaolo told us about it he said I, I you know he goes I don't know this guy but I wanted to you know go with Woody Allen and this and the other thing and he didn't even want to talk about it and this was way before Jeffrey Epstein was on everybody's lips right and uh (laughs) but the thing is is that i don't i'm i would bet everything that nick DiPaolo had nothing to do with anything other than eating dinner there to be with woody allen right you know what i mean like i'm sure that nick DiPaolo and who else was there i wonder i wonder if colin was there and um bobby slayton and those guys they had nothing to do with with anything but that's the problem with somebody as nefarious as Epstein is now anybody that sure. you know is seen with him or goes to dinner with him. You, it's hard not to be the first thing on your mind of oh well they were probably doing the same stuff. Well, even also they because also because Nick DiPaolo knew who he was, yeah, and still he went and did it. So you're making a decision to be with that guy based on what the accusations are, and does that make him a bad guy? I don't know. Such a weird. Slippery slope. Yeah, I, I had, uh, put up a picture of uh, me with Mike Tyson uh, for a throwback Thursday, and some girl was like, I'm glad everybody's celebrating this guy who is a rapist in this end. I'm like, I mean, it's true, but he served his time, and we yeah. don't know. I still don't know if that case, you know, how good of uh, evidence right. they had in that case, whatever. But also, I, I you know, I'm separating the art from the artist. He right. was an unbelievable boxer, and he's a famous guy, and I put up a picture with him. Uh, does also, that mean hanging around with a bunch the, of rapists. The best rapist, Galvin. What? <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, it's it, you're right. Like I, I'm like uh, convinced OJ is guilty. But if I saw OJ in St. Peter, I'd be like, hey, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'd be like, remember me? Uh, yesterday, the creator of My Pillow, Mike Lindell, uh, went on Anderson. It's, Co- it's Mike Lindell. Uh, Lindell, okay. Uh, went on Anderson Cooper to talk about a new COVID nineteen cure that oh, he is peddling. This guy's the best. Yeah, Anderson and him went. Back back and forth for about 20 minutes. There's a lot of kind of shouting and over-talking each other, but it's pretty interesting. He's a super conservative Republican. Uh, Mike Lindell is. Yeah, we have it up on uh, Bone TV. Here he is with Anderson Cooper. It's tested, the safety tested for, it's for not safety. safety tested. You can use no, it. Sir. Yes, it is. You, you're going to hear about this. You, this is what all the newscasts well, did this, to take sir, away this, this is the time narrative. to hear about it right not, now. This if is you're the pushing cure. something, this is the miracle to the country. I have no uh, monetary gain here. I want to help th- people. That's not true. You're you're going to make money from this. You're on the board of this company. You've taken a financial uh, stake in this company. They asked me to go on the board. So you know, that you could go out and promote it because you're willing to promote anything, even if it doesn't work. I don't think so. 
Secretary Carson would bring this to the president with me if he didn't think really? trying to get it out okay, there. Okay, well, look at his track record on, this, on, on promoting supplements you, for which he was paid. I am just telling so you, this me, is the answer. Wouldn't you want to save lives? Sir, this is what my heart is. I said, gave you, it to my friends and family. Wow. You this really saved are their like lives. a snake oil salesman. It I mean, this is, you, you could be in the old West standing on a box telling people to drink your amazing no, I elixir. I give the glory to God. No I do what God. I do what Jesus has me do. I give the glory to God. Why would I do this? Ask yourself why I would ruin my reputation if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't, you didn't have believe in this reputation. product. You don't have a great oh, reputation. Really? <laughs> he got him with a couple good ones, the uh, snake yeah. oil salesman, and but because of money. Here's the thing, though. It's 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 basically us putting Michael Rappaport on the air. Uh, he is a known Trump supporter, Mike Lindell. He is a super conservative who spends all his money. You watch Fox News, and you will see a two-minute, three-minute stupid pillow commercial. <laughs> and uh, he, is, he has donated a bunch of money. He's been at the White House. A bunch of times, he's a Trump guy. So when Anderson Cooper puts him on, you know that he's he's armed to fight. I mean, that's just basically what it's going to be. Uh, by the way, uh, has a little bit of a Jesse Ventura vibe to him. Listen, financial stake in this last company week to go on the board, so you know, that you can go out and promote because it because you're willing to promote anything, even if it doesn't work. I don't think Secretary Carson would bring this to the president with me if he didn't think. Really? Doesn't he? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Got a little, like if if uh, Jesse had a gay period. Yeah, if that was Jesse's brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't. I still don't know anybody that bought that pillow that raves about it. The my pillow. No. Well. Yeah, I'm not saying I. I don't know anybody that complained about it either. But I don't know anybody that's calling me going, "You have to have this pillow." Mm -hmm. And I know. Halfway yeah. through that interview, Anderson Cooper like called him out saying that he'd settled all these lawsuits with people who had uh, sued him over the pillow because they claimed that it had all these medical, it would cure all these different diseases, and it didn't, yeah. so he had to settle with them. And he's like, that's just America. You have to settle when, even though you're not right. <laughs> well, he's right about that. Uh, yeah. But I will tell you that um, uh, th this guy, I guess his story, is he was a crackhead. Did you know that? Yeah, I remember something about that. Like it was, uh, you know... He was a crackhead, and he was strung out. I, he was probably going down on dudes, uh, oh, you know, yeah. like to survive and, and do his drugs. I don't know that. I'm making that up. But um, he was, I guess, pretty bad. And then uh, Jesus fixed him and told him to make a pillow or something, and now he's super rich. Uh, wow. By the way, that's the reason he has the little bit of a Jesse Venturi. He's from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Ah. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, uh, he builds his pillows right there in the factory in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, during the 80s and 90s, Lindell was uh, addicted to cocaine, crack cocaine, and alcohol, leading to foreclosure on his house and his wife filing divorce. Uh, he achieved sobriety through prayer in 2009 and since then has been uh, clean. Boy, I bet the old wife is mad at the new wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you got all I that my pillow money. Vomit. Yeah, I was cleaning up his vomit and turning crack whores away, and you get to live and fly on a private jet and go to the White House. Uh, state police in Saxton, Pennsylvania, say a man is uh, facing felony aggravated assault charges after shooting his friend with a gun he didn't think was loaded. Ugh. Troopers say they were called uh, Saturday to a house for a gunshot wound victim. Uh, when troopers arrived on the scene, they say they found a man who had been shot in the neck. The man was taken to the hospital and then had to be uh, flown to another hospital. Meanwhile, troopers say they interviewed 49-year-old Stephen Heath, whom uh, they say was at home during the time of the shooting. According to police, Heath told troopers that he, uh, his friend... He, the the guy was his friend, and that the man had uh, he had accidentally shot, and that the two of them often would play around by pointing unloaded guns at each other. <laughs> he explained Silly that he kids. grabbed the man's nine millimeter handgun out of the man's holster and squeezed the trigger, not knowing the gun was loaded. You're just an idiot. Yeah. You you tried to murder that guy. That's also not a thing that gun guys do. Shoot goof, man. Yeah. empty guns at each other. Right, point guns at each other, and then the guy has a gun on a holster, and you just walk up, grab it, and mm. point it and shoot Ugh. him? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I didn't know it was loading. Yeah. 28-year-old uh, man and a 27-year-old woman in St. Louis got a flat tire on Saturday night around 11.15 p.m., so they pulled over. A stranger walked up and offered to change the tire for them. Uh, then when he was done changing the tire, he asked for some cash. But when the man pulled out his wallet, the guy who changed the tire pulled out a gun and stole the couple's money, cell phone, and everything else. He took off. The cops are still trying to track him down. Good gimmick. Yeah. Good gimmick. I'm a nice guy. I'll help you change your tire. 
What's that movie? With, what's that movie with Chevy Chase? Where he uh, Fletch? No, he, he's held at gunpoint. And you make him, you make him change a tire, and then he goes to put the stuff back in the trunk. And inside the trunk, he was actually transporting like a giant machine gun. <laughs> he opens the thing, and he pulls the machine gun out, and he points at the guy, and the guy goes, "Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And he goes, "I'll leave." And he goes, "Whoa, whoa hold on." And he makes him give him his wallet first. <laughs> he robs the guy back. Uh, uh, the the Robinsons or that no? One? It was old. It was like a seventies, like maybe one with Goldie Hawn. Modern romance? No, I don't know. I don't remember. Seventy-eight-year-old Joseph Stroud uh, owns a farm in Northwest Arkansas, and the uh, man knows how to hold a grudge. <laughs> this sounds like something you might do, Mike. A former neighbor named Fred McKinney used to own the farm right next to him. And they did not get along. There was even a lawsuit at one point, and Joseph lost. Sadly, Fred passed away. But their feud is still going on because Joseph just got arrested last week for vandalizing Fred's grave five years after he died. Yep. Fred's family had been finding dead animals on the oh. grave for a while, oh. Oh. and they thought uh, maybe they died after eating some fake flowers they had put down or something, but it kept on happening, so the, fi- the family finally got a camera. It turns out Joseph had been visiting the grave and leaving dead animals <laughs> while disguised as a woman oh, so he wouldn't get caught. Yeah, so he wouldn't get caught, so they wouldn't know if they set up a camera. Uh, they got a shot of him in a wig and women's uh, clothing and stuff. Cops arrested him <laughs> last Monday. There he is. There's what he looks like, and there he is dressed up as a woman. <laughs> yeah, and then we also have his mug shot there where he looks surprised that he got caught. Is that a, is that a woman? No, that's a man dressed. No, I mean, like, as, is uh, that he dressed like a woman, or is he just wearing a wig? Well, he's wearing a wig, and a wig, and it looks like a ladies' windbreaker type thing. Whatever. <laughs> he is now facing charges for defacing objects of public respect, which is a felony in Arkansas. He also is on the hook for twenty five hundred dollars in damages to Fred's gravestone. Uh no, Calvin, wow. that is not something I would do. No, well, I mean, I'm saying holding a grudge. Yeah, I mean, I would dress up like a woman. But <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I love his, I love his mug shot where he looks. Oh, uh, surprised you guys yeah, got me. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was dressed as a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know you guys would figure that one out. Um, I'm not. You know how I feel about Halloween. I don't like Halloween. Uh huh. And I'm not mad at the people that are already um, excited about it because it's we need only something. August. Yeah. Right. I don't understand why people get mad about that. Like that's the next holiday that we have to look forward to is Halloween, and we really need something to look forward to right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. But I just want officially Christmas starts November first. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I um, and the new thing I heard yesterday, I heard a story. That people are putting up their Christmas trees now, but decorating them for Halloween. Yeah, and Halloween then at the Halloween, yeah, they but they leave them up and they just keep they put some fall decorations for for uh, you know wintery type stuff for Thanksgiving and then finally Christmas. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, my now. my wife uh, enjoys Halloween, so she will decorate our. We have a tree right in our front yard that she decorates as like a Halloween tree outside. Yeah, that's I. I don't want any. I just don't like, I, I have a skeleton and a bat dog and a bunch of other things. I'm like, I don't want any of that stuff out this year. I, I hang, I have a, a like a really gross looking witch that's on oh, the uh, broom no, and I no, hang that out no, in the front yard. No. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Oh, too early for that. Too early for that. Uh, brothels in Berlin, Germany are now allowed to reopen after being closed for months. But bad news, full sex is banned until next month. Right now, they can only perform, quote, erotic massages. Who's Ooh. policing that? Only yeah. up, only up, only yeah. up. Let me get some. <laughs> Who's policing that? Like, how do you, do you go in the room to say what's going on? Mike, yeah, maybe know? they send somebody in there and they go, can I get full sex? And they go, yes, you may have this full sex. And they go, ah, it's supposed to be only next month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spanish, you want to go to uh, Berlin for the weekend? I would totally go to Berlin for Remember the Remember we were supposed to go to Amsterdam? Then we were supposed I to go know. to Vegas? Yeah. COVID really ruined our travel plans. See, only up. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, you know, Croatia is one of the European countries right now that you can go where they don't have any travel restrictions for Americans. And I've been there. The food is really good and the people are gorgeous. But uh, I don't know. Why have you been to Croatia? Uh, He was looking for Tony Kukoc. (laughs) Yeah, my family did like a whole big uh, European trip altogether when I turned 18. So we went to like Italy, Croatia. uh, I would would go. I I heard it's beautiful. It's very pretty up there. The seafood is amazing and the women are gorgeous. Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, But I'm still, 
I don't, I don't know. I'm afraid to go anywhere right now. I really am. Not for catching the virus. I can't, you know, but it's just, I feel like uh, all of a sudden while we're out of the country, something's going to happen and we get right. stuck there. Yeah, mm. that would. that is also my fears. I don't want to go to Croatia and then be stuck in some hostel because that's, that's all why I can afford for a month. I'm ready to announce that for Thanksgiving, I have plans to go to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Woo! Oh. Yeah. Home of Dollar. I love there. Yeah. I go all the time. I know you do. That's why I was telling you I, I was uh, going to need some some tips. I, I rented a place in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that area. Oh, you should go up there and meet us. Dude, that'd be awesome. Like, we were talking about, I was talking to my wife, but we were thinking about going maybe, like, uh, on the Christmas break, but maybe yeah. we'll just move it up. Go to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So, yes. look, so I travel with my brother uh, every Thanksgiving and every spring break for the, for the kids. And uh, we got... You know, screwed out of spring break this year because we were going on a cruise, and then um, we we didn't really get to do anything. So we've been going to the beach and stuff, but we planned. I said, "Listen, let's be safe. Let's stay. Let's do the cabin like we always want to." So now, me, my family, my brother, his family, and Bobby Kelly and his family are all oh, going to the awesome. going to Pigeon Ford. Geo and my family come. To, well, my brother was like, "We should." Um, Invite you know whoever else wants to come from the family and all that other stuff. Just tell them to go get get cabins up there, and we'll all kind of be together. You just got Geo's tires slashed. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Spanish, you're allowed to take your family and go up there too. You would allow me to bring my family. They would love a, a trip you somewhere. You and Joe and Candle Karen. Yeah, Candle Karen, sweet Krishna. Yeah, and not Joe's girlfriend. Just the three. Confirmed. <laughs> I'm in. Not yeah. Joe's Will girlfriend. you be going to Dollywood? Oh, I don't know. Is it open, Gio? I, oh, yeah, it's open. It is. So so uh, I rented this house that I found online, and the house is unbelievable. It's got it's got a full-size, like every cabin that you could rent has a pool table. and um, That's awesome. No, it's dumb. Oh, arcade right. games we'll and stuff. Pool. Oh. This house <laughs> plays a, pool. Yeah, I mean, like... Um, <laughs> Yes, people who bought a pool table, how much they play pool. Oh, man, we had a pool table growing up. We used to play all the time. Yeah, yeah we I played love bumper, pool. bumper pool. Um, <laughs> but, no, seriously, this house has a full arcade. Like, it's got it's got those racing games that you sit in, you know, like the with the with the seats, like the indie games, and uh, a bunch of stand-up arcade games. It's got a full, full arcade room. So That's awesome. I'm like, this is it. This is the place. This is no matter what the other – no matter who has indoor pools or all those other stuff – that's the one you have to have. So it's, but then in the advertisement, they show you, um, you know, they give you all the pictures of the rooms of the house, but then the last five pages are things to do in Pigeon Forge, which is Dollywood, the Hatfield and McCoy's Live Dinner Theater. No, I've been to that. Oh, we're going. I've, I've been to that, yeah. You, is it good? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the kids will like it. Uh, oh, you're, going, will like it. you're going in November, yeah. which is going to be perfect weather because the yeah. average high is 61, average oh. low is 34. And, yeah. And then when you drive up into the mountains, it gets even colder. It's awesome. That's what I want. Okay, I'm very excited about this. So, uh, and then um, I'm going to go to Nashville first, and I'm going to go over to Pigeon Forge. That's not uh, a serious try question. Sell some songs? <laughs> yeah. Will you still it. be on your diet when you go? So, Gio, it's interesting you said that because we've uh, decided as a trio of fat people, me, my brother, and and Bobby, that that is our new goal. That will be the diet will go up. We have to stay on the diet until that week. Good for okay. you guys. Yeah, because right now my goal was to lose 100 pounds by my birthday, which is September. And uh, although I'll probably come close, I will not – I don't think I'll hit the uh, – the hundred pounds by then, so I'm going to keep going on it until I do. Hell yeah! Uh, but even if I like say I did it at the end of September, I'm staying on the diet until November. So no, Thanksgiving weekend will be the first weekend that I cheat, and then you're just going to wail on everything. And yeah, oh my stomach! Gain It'll 80, be worth it. Though. Eighty-seven pounds worth. Oh, yeah. No, don't do that. No, uh, seriously, that's that's how it's going to go. And then also, I think that I'm going to drive there. So uh, I will be able to bring hunting rifles and stuff. Yes. So, gee, you got to get up there. <laughs> I love Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Yeah. Uh, is there any gambling up there? Uh, no. Uh, we could do our own gambling, play some, uh, you know, 7s, 11s. Well, I have to find out what the gambling, what's legal over there. Because remember, 
in Tahoe. I had to drive to uh, California <laughs> to go put yeah. my FanDuel in. I, I was right. I kept trying to set my line up in Tahoe, and they kept going, I'm sorry, you're in a state. And I go, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I got in the car, and I drove like two miles, and it was like, ding. Really? All right, there we go. Even on an it, app, you can't put it in? Yeah, it's got the lo- it locate you. Yeah. And, I mean, I, Carmen, literally two miles. I got in the car, made a left, drove straight, and then I crossed over a line uh, where there was a sign that said, Welcome to California. And the minute I did, my phone went ding. That and I went, Okay, yeah. I pulled over, set my line up, and I went home. Uh, by the way, you're looking about a 10 hour drive from here to uh, Pigeon Forge. No, 675 miles. Uh, this, uh, well, this says 703. And it actually says that, 10 hours, 24 minutes. That's like what it was hour. for us to New Orleans from here. That wasn't so bad. No. 100 miles an hour, I'll be there in six and a half hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, you can fly into Knoxville, and Knoxville's like 35, 40 minutes outside of Pigeon Forge. Yeah, I, I think we're going to drive. I think we're, I like a little, I like a drive. We're going to break it up. Maybe I'll stop in somewhere first. <laughs> Road trip. This is going to be great. I'm very excited for this. Never going to uh, happen. Yeah, oh, it, <laughs> it's already paid for. You. Yeah, I believe I believe you're going. I don't know who and else. And your brother. These and Ben Bobby. We're already locked in. Yeah. Whether or not Geo meets us to complete the uh, the the family foursome. Uh, Do I'm I have to a- bring my family? No. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm getting texts from listeners that are saying that Harrah's Cherokee Casino Resort uh, in North Carolina is the closest one that you will find. How far is Tennessee. North Carolina to Tennessee? I don't know. It's a pigeon forge. I'm not going, I'm not driving an hour. Where is it? Her- what is it? It's, uh, yeah, it's a Harris Cherokee Casino off of 777 Casino Drive in Cherokee, North Carolina. Cherokee, that's the thing I was looking yes. for. Yes. I don't know, I have to watch in Yellowstone. I'm afraid to go to mess with any Indian casinos. Why? Oh, <laughs> Aren't all casinos Indian? No. No. I don't and know. I don't they, gamble. Uh, yeah. That's uh, just about an hour drive. Oh, there you go. Bam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll see. I'm not telling you. You have to. I'm just giving you some information. (laughs) Uh, A woman in Houston named Karen D. Amat runs a marketing company called Social Behavior. She teamed up with a restaurant in Texas and held Karen Day (laughs) on Monday to give away free food to anyone named Karen. They said about 40 people showed up. Here she is uh, talking a little bit about that. I had to get creative. I thought I needed to do something to give back to Karen. So I partnered up with our client here in the Heights, Chicken Cone Houston. And I just thought, if your real name is Karen, why don't we offer Karen's a chicken cone when they come in and use the password? I would like to speak to the manager. <laughs> something funny to give back to anyone with the name Karen who has had the same experience as me. That was pretty good. Give us uh, yeah. Karen some free food. By the way, she said chicken cone. Uh, I saw that they have a chicken cone place in downtown St. Pete now. What? In- yeah, have you not seen it? Has anybody no. else seen it? Yeah, they were doing something, some sort of special for like their opening, and there was a line like down around the block. It was ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Chicken cone. I'm going to have to write that down. No, I love I love David Cohn. Yeah. <laughs> um, may I did see pigs, people who pig, What is it? Fried chicken and French fries in a cone? I, I think so. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's like a waffle cone, and then Ooh. they stuff it with fried chicken, so it's like almost like chicken and waffles. Chicken uh, cone is what it is, St. Pete. It is uh, 425 Central Avenue. Thank you, sir. Can I, can I tell you that... Um, uh, let me say this first, uh, because I'm not trying to insult it in any way. I don't... I'm not a, particularly a fan of Chick-fil-A's. I don't like... I think their nuggets are too sweet, you know? Okay. Yeah, and, I can uh, see that. And then the grilled chicken, it just doesn't appeal to me from any place, grilled chicken. I want a fried chicken. You know what I mean? So that's not me insulting Chick-fil-A. I just don't particularly like it. Um, But whatever Chick-fil-A is doing, boy, are they doing it right. Oh, it's always so good. My kids love it. And my wife wife gets the grilled chicken sandwich and the kids get the nuggets. And there is never not 100 people online. Never. Like you can like they don't even use their speaker box drive through. They just constantly have people out there because there's so many people online. And how they have developed a system to funnel all those you pull up the Chick fil A and you're you're parked out on the highway or out on the streets because the line is so long and you're like, Oh, I don't want to wait for this. You're in and out in five minutes. Yeah. It's un- but the system that they've developed is fantastic. Well, I think what they did was uh they went to church and they hate gays. 
Oh, <laughs> you, I forgot about so that. So God gave they, them a pass. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they, 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 uh, uh, you know, take your order. Are you gay? Get out of line, and then that kind of frees it out. No, I don't know exactly how it works. Right. Uh, I do notice that there are a lot of uh, I would assume gay people working there. So I don't yeah. know how much they hate them, but yeah, I, I, think, I know what you're saying. I think they're okay now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't like their uh, necessarily like their chicken, but boy, did they develop. They're the Henry Ford of. Pushing people through those. Uh, so, Carmen, take a look at this. Here's the uh, chicken cone. Oh, so, it's good. a waffle cone, like a regular waffle cone that you get it for ice cream, not like uh, built up bigger where it's, you know, Ooh. like a fried thing. It's just a regular waffle cone, and then they have chicken in there. They say uh, you better pr- prepare your taste buds because they have sauces include chicken ranch dressing, a Carolina style barbecue, cinnamon maple blend, and traditional barbecue and buffalo blue cheese. Mama, yeah. So that. basically, you just get a cone filled with chicken, whatever yes. sauce you want it in there, and then they have like cups of fries and stuff. Wow, you know. I'm in. Yeah. I, <laughs> I yes. you would be. Try that out. Thank you, uh, Galvin. 47 percent of people under thirty say they would not date someone who didn't do what? What do you think it is? Brush your teeth. Then brush your teeth. That would make sense. Forty-seven percent of people under thirty say they would not date someone if that person didn't do flush this. the toilet flush after the using, toilet. Yeah. Drive. No? no, you're all making way too much sense. Oh, okay, okay. Um, didn't think use about the internet. Think about people under thirty and how woke they are. Vote Democrat. Oh, no, yeah. that's that's pretty good. Uh, 47% of people under 30 say they would not date someone who didn't recycle. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, I feel like they, people just have to say these things now on these surveys to make themselves feel better about themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I am all for recycling if it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I love After it. The- Go ahead. After the Penn and Teller episode yeah. about recycling, yep. I stopped yeah. really They told me that it doesn't work. It. Yeah. Well, it does work, but it's not for environmental reasons. It's right. for financial gains. Yeah. Right. They have you believe that you're doing these things Saving. to save the yeah. planet. Yeah. When the truth is is that if you if you uh, do the garbage dumps and then, then pave over them and make parks or parking lots or whatever, it's just as effective. But when you give your stuff, when you're doing your... Demanded by the county or the city to put your stuff in a blue container and put it out there. It's because then they take it and they sell it, and yeah. you know they're making money off it. Same thing with the blood trucks. You, you go to a blood truck and you donate your blood to help people, but really they're taking it and selling it to hospitals. I have a pristine, and I mean pristine, blue garbage can in my garage that I have never used. <laughs> That's, <All right>. <laughs> That's <laughs> why yeah, never uh, used it. Never used it. Mine's pretty uh, pristine thanks to bubble bins. Bubble bubble bubble. Bubble, bubble, bins. Bubble, 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 bins. <laughs> bubble, 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 oh, bubble. I have to tell you, Galvin. No, I have a, yeah. Can I bring this up? I have a situation here. No, okay. My neighbor to the left. Okay. To the left, out. to the left. <laughs> Move it out. Uh, and I like them. Really? They're, they're very nice people. <laughs> yeah. My neighbor to the right. To the right, to the right. To the right. <laughs> not very, he is not very social. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a color, like a, like a grunt and a wave every once in a while. Doesn't seem like we have a lot in common, right? Who said you're blocking the driveway? They mm. think that was my neighbor to the left, which oh. is really surprising because she's such a nice lady. Anyway, the guy to the, to the right, I think he stole my garbage can. What? Oh, interesting. In plain sight? I have three garbage cans and a blue one. Okay. And my garbage cans are destroyed. I told you. Time out. You have three garbage cans from the city? Yes. Did you get an extra one? Like, what are you doing? How much garbage are you people going through? Yeah. We have a lot. We have a lot. Um, So we had one. When we first moved in, we had one, one regular one and one blue one. And then I was like, I can't get all my garbage in this one thing. How so much garbage? Because like, you have one more person in your house. I mean, obviously you may have other people over and stuff. But there's days where like they pick up on Tuesday and Friday. And some Tuesdays I'm like, yeah, we're good. We'll wait until Friday. So um, when we first moved in, Galvin, we had so much stuff, so much junk left over from the move. Mm. And and I told you in Land Lakes in, in Pasco, you could put a dead body out there and the garbage guys would take it. And you could just lay it on the floor wrapped in twigs and berries and they would just take it. They were the most wonderful garbage people ever. 
this one here, I found out the hard way that you have to put everything in the can. You can't just leave boxes out. So you're like uh, Andy Dufresne with the uh, rocks where you go out in the yard and dump them out of your yeah. uh, pocket and stuff. Yeah. You have to slowly disseminate all your junk yep. through the trash. Okay, okay. I got so you. I called them. Somebody said to me, if you call them, they'll bring you another can. So I mm. called them and I said, I need another can. They said, okay, well, then two cans were delivered that day. Same. So I was like, okay, I don't know if they made a mistake or not, but now I have three cans. And I'm very happy with that. Well, I had three brand new clean cans. And then all of a sudden in my yard, I got a can that's got no lid on it. I got one that the axle broke and it has no wheels on it. And I'm like, what is going on in this world? Well, then I drove by my neighbor and my neighbor's can has a bubble bin sticker on it. That says, you've been steward. This can is a bubble bin. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are the odds? And I'm like, I need to call bubble bin and find out if they're on the, yeah. if they're on the thing. Yeah. If they're not, I'm going to steal my can back. But can they give you that I need to check your itinerary. I don't know if they'll release that information. Yeah, the they But they may be able to say, we can't tell you, but if I were you, I'd get your can back. Listen, <laughs> this is what we do. We actually go to bubble bin. I'll be in disguise. You go up and start talking to him. I'll cause a ruckus. And they'll be pulled away because I'm over there maybe putting dirt in some garbage can. They, they, we know the they hate that, yeah. yeah. And then you just swing the computer around and type or, it. Or we have Carmen pulling Aaron Brockovich where she just hoist her boobies up really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And go in there and distract a little nerd that works behind the Could files. as well, yeah. Yeah, one of those. We need to get to the bottom of this because it sounds to me like there's going to be a midnight kidnapping going on. <laughs> I'm going to get my garbage can back. Uh, Time for yes. a caper, Joe. My Jody garbage Kate. guys broke my garbage can because they just come by in the truck and they shake it and throw it oh, in the yard and stuff. Familiar with it. Uh, well, they broke the lid and I was like, ooh, I got a call to get into it. And I go, who cares? Well, I, I'll <laughs> tell you when you care, Galvin. I, I do care. It's when. It's when it, it monsoons for days, and now I have a garbage lake in my backyard because the garbage can't <laughs> fill up with water, and I have to empty it out before I can take it out because now it weighs 3,000 pounds to take it to the curb. These things really, oh, really I bother keep my, me. I keep mine in my garage. Oh, yeah. So. I, don't, I don't want any of those skanky garbage cans in my garage because <laughs> they're not bubble bins. Yeah, fine's fine. Bubble, uh, bubble so bins. yesterday we found <laughs> Carmen's dream man who snuck into the window and beat her with a sack of potatoes. Yep, uh, and now, used a sack. Yeah, and now today I've got something even better for you, Carmen. Today oh. is National Potato Day. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Yeah, your mic wasn't on. <laughs> She's over there yelling stuff in the corner. I had her mic on. She turned it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's National Potato Day, so they studied, they looked at uh, our favorite ways to eat them. What do you think? Favorite ways to eat potatoes? Fried. Fried, like French fries. French fries dominated. Yes. 18 states say French fries are their favorite way to eat them, followed by. Loaded mashed potatoes has got to be up there. Well, mashed mashed potatoes. potatoes, Yeah, yeah, mashed potatoes was uh, second, was seven. Baked potato had three states, and then potato chips followed that. You know what I've been real into lately is the twice baked potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Those are really good. I I had no idea. I'm I'm new to the twice bakery. I can't eat potato. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> potatoes good. Potatoes, potatoes with good. cheese. Um, uh, you can't eat potatoes. You certainly can't eat these, and I know that you enjoy them, <laughs> but they have something new. Girl Scouts don't go on sale. The Girl Scout cookies don't go on sale until next year. They just announced a new flavor is coming. What? Called Toastiers. What? And they look like and taste like miniature pieces of French toast yes. dipped in icing. There's that. a picture up on Bone TV. Toastiers. Oh, I, I am into it. I am 100% into it. That looks pretty yeah, good. I'm not mad at it. Do you see their slogan? They're biting off a Taco Bell. Think outside the cookie box. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Don't leave, don't get messed with my Taco Bell. Yeah. I thought Taco Bell was running for the border. No, no it's, it's think, think outside, outside the, the bun. bun. Yeah. Just oh. think outside yeah, they changed the cookie it. box. Yeah. Get yeah, but here. Taco Bell didn't, you know, that's a yeah, playoff of right. think outside the box. I was going to eat your cookies, Girl Scouts, but now... I just I want thin mints. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, take it easy, Epstein. Oh, my word. <laughs> you said <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize what I said. Roy Jones Jr. Has, uh, hasn't taken kindly to the postponement of his exhibition pay-per-view fight with Mike Tyson. Oh, I with- don't know about this. Why is it postponed? I told you it was postponed. I don't listen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody else knows that it was postponed. Uh, recently moved... Everybody from- else knew? What? When? Yeah. Where? I think you were out maybe when... Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. Or he doesn't listen. Uh, From September 12th (laughs) to November 28th. Uh, So you'll be able to watch... Well, you'll be able to watch it with Bobby in uh, Pigeon Forge. Oh, that'd be cool. Dolly Parton. 
if they get <laughs> if they get you know TV up there. Uh, as organizers are trying to make more money from the bout and uh, feels it's a better date for them, now Roy is threatening to pull out of the fight. Oh, come yeah. on. Tarver will take it. He said, quote, I've had to cancel other stuff to be out here. It's upset my calendar. I've got to uh, change things. That's why we have uh, to table BS now. Uh, that's the biggest issue. I'm not a full-time boxer anymore, so I do other things to make income. If I can't do other things, then I should be compensated for that because it changes the schematics. This is not acceptable. Says Roy Jones Jr. Welcome Roy to... Sounds like Roy Jones Jr. is scared to fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. Might be. Might be. And that's the way this whole year is gone, 2020, Roy Jones. This yeah. should be right. nothing new for you, buddy. <laughs> here's here's I... the thing, Roy Jones Jr. Uh, I think that Roy Jones saw more interest than he expected, and he is seeing this as a, as a way to get more money out of them. And if not, uh, I don't. I think it'll be fine because I think that the fact that people are so excited about this, and not too many people are like, "Who wants to watch two old guys fight?" And and, and Antonio Tarver's working out, and guys like that are like, "I want to get on this bout next year." Uh, I think we've discovered that there is way more interest than they thought there would be. And now, uh, if Roy Jones backs out, they'll find somebody else to fight in a second. Yeah, but I'll tell you, Roy Jones is a great person to do it. Hopefully, if yeah. they, if he did back out, they could find somebody. But also. Very expensive to fly from Russia to uh, Pensacola, Florida. And you know? who else would be that big of a draw if, like, he backed out? Like any who's... any any good boxer, you like Lennox they, Lewis in yeah. there. Oh. Also, I would pay a hundred dollars to watch Mike Tyson beat up an old Peter McNeely again. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it'd be fun to just watch Mike Tyson beat somebody up, right? Uh, but it, but the fact that they're putting two guys in there that are uh, you know of. They're equal because Roy Jones is a better boxer and Mike Tyson is a tougher guy. So the the uh, you know kind of weighs out a little bit, makes it kind of a little bit more even. Yeah, you have two guys who absolutely dominated when they were boxing. You know, right? And you got one that's a, a skill boxer and the other one who's just a brute. So uh, you know, there's there's that attraction there. But you'll find somebody else who's bigger, maybe even younger. Like you, you find somebody who's a, a young champion, like Deontay Wilder. Uh, that that I, you know, he wouldn't be good because he let the, the Gypsy King knock him out. But um, you know, you get somebody in there who's who's younger and stronger, and you're like, oh, this is, Mike Tyson can never beat this guy. He's too old. And then Mike Tyson knocks him out. All of a sudden, there's interest in this whole in Mike Tyson again. Maybe uh, one of the Klitschkos comes out of retirement. Yeah, that'd Anthony, be cool. Anthony Joshua's out there. Get crazy ass James Tony. Somebody I mean, who never got to fight Tyson but was capable of it. Yeah, I mean Evander. You know, we were talking about Evander Holyfield throwing that name around. He's old too. You know, but I mean, why, still in good shape. Why is Roy Jones Jr. living in Russia? Uh, yeah. Because he's good friends with uh, Putin. Is it really that? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, I don't know why exactly he's over there, but he has been living there for a while because he was up in Pensacola, Florida yeah. uh, for quite some time. But yeah, I guess he, uh, him, and uh, doesn't Steven Seagal live over there part-time? And uh, it's weird. I don't know what's going on with I him. don't know, but when we were kids, anytime we saw Russia, it was gray and people were waiting in line for toilet paper. Mm-hmm. But then when you see Russia now and you see Putin, man, it must be beautiful over there. It's funny because I told you I'm watching that uh, The Americans, and obviously that's about KGB stuff, whatever. It's Whenever they show America, it's all vibrant colors and stuff, and then mm-hmm. whenever they show she- scenes over in Rus- Russia, it's totally gray like that. Yeah. It's pretty interesting the way that they do it. It makes it look so miserable. Yeah, uh, it, it gives you just sets the tone for what yeah. you're what you're seeing. Uh, in baseball, the Rangers are complaining because Padres slugger Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam against them when the Padres were already up by seven runs. Uh, I guess according to baseball's unwritten rules, you shouldn't do that and embarrass opponent uh, an opponent like that. Uh, so Tatis, how do you control that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Uh, apologize. He actually apologized, but here's the uh, Rangers coach. Uh, saying that he didn't like him doing that, swinging on a 3-0 pitch while they were up by seven runs, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But here is this guy being a crybaby. Yeah, I didn't like it, personally. When you're up by seven in the eighth inning, it's typically not a good time to swing 3-0. That's kind of you know the way we were all kind of raised in the game, but the norms are being challenged on a daily basis. So just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not right, but uh, I don't think we liked it as a group. 
I would have been like, listen, dude, I'm here to crush oh, balls. Hey, listen to Ryan, baby. <laughs> Baseball is a sport of pussies, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, come on. You're, you're, if this was Little League, but I mean, come on, these are pros yeah. getting millions right? of dollars. Suck yeah. it even if it was Little League. Even Little League. Run up the score. Yeah, even yeah. if it was Little League, you, every kid wants a chance at a home run. Yeah. 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 Grand yeah. slam. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a guy throwing meatballs over the plate and this is your chance to hit a home run or a grand slam, of course you're going to do that. Yeah. And guess what? On 3-0, and don't don't throw a meatball in the next pitch. Also, you know what I'm trying to do? Trying to keep my contract and make money. So I'm going to hit a grand slam when I have an opportunity to hit a grand slam. Yeah. So and it's the, eighth, it's the eighth inning. Like, they still have one more inning to come back. So We've all seen it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Did like, you see the other night? Uh, I want to say it was the White Sox. Uh, playing a game, and the relief pitcher came in and threw back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs. No way. <laughs> four relief pitcher with four back-to-back home Has runs. Has that ever happened before? No, no, it was a record. Yeah, it's, oh, a, it's a new record, is, you said, is, son. Yeah, that is not a record you want. Oh. Yeah. It's like yeah. You, you didn't want to be dunked on by Jordan and uh, being a poster. You know? I don't. I don't mind uh, uh, being dunked on by Jordan because he was the greatest. You don't want to be dunked. Uh, Dunked on by uh, Scott Bradley or Sean Bradley, whatever his <laughs> Sean name was. Sean Bradley. Yeah, and, he was and, an alien man. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> I, I actually saw a game that he played in live, like one of my first basketball games I ever went to, and he did look like he came off the close, close encounter ship. Right, his arms are all gangly <laughs> and um, uh, that. And then I don't also don't mind uh, being the guy who strikes out to Nolan Ryan's 3,000th strikeout. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's Nolan Ryan. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, Sean Bradley was 7'6", 124 pounds. And no, he, I'm kidding. Oh. he was He was 7'6", though. But, yeah, he looked like he weighed about 124. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because he probably weighed around 300 pounds, or something. Yeah. yeah. But he looked like a praying tall. mantis. Oh, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, he did look like he came off the uh, close encounter ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. has another accuser. A oh woman boy. says he raped her in a New York City hotel room in 2013. He's, uh, she said that uh, her and her friend were out, and uh, Cuba had uh, offered her a ride back to the hotel. When they got there, he said, hey, come upstairs with me. i got to change my clothes. Uh, she said she did go up, and then he wound up, you know, and then he fell asleep where she could es- escape. Yeah, that's according uh, to her. We don't know, geez. but there was uh, there was another accuser earlier. If you remember last year, somebody came out and said about. Uh, yeah, but he has. Um, uh, I've seen him. I don't know how to say this. Well, has that trouble. vibe? No, I've seen oh. him have an alcohol issue. Oh, okay, yeah, I've oh. seen him drunk. Yeah, and he is a different person when he's drunk. Mm. So not that that uh, excuses anything by any means, but that's it's very possible. That when he's one of those drinky guys. Mm. Yeah. Drinky grabby. Drinky yeah. grabby. Uh, Britney Spears filed court papers saying she doesn't want her dad, Jamie, to return as her sole conservator. Uh, Jamie stepped down last year for health reasons, and somebody else apparently took over, and Britney wants to make that change permanent. She doesn't want her dad in charge anymore. I think it was her manager that took over because when her dad got sick. Uh, Scooby listen, or Zippy or whatever his name is. Not Scooter. Scooter. <laughs> listen to me. You, you look at Britney Spears' Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh. She shouldn't be in charge oh, of anything. I know. Oh, yeah. She should be in charge of crazy Instagram where she it's, dances uh, and is hot sad. and gives you crazy eyes. She's not, Galvin, she's not hot. She's trailer hot. Now, that, whatever you're showing now. Is hot Britney Spears? Oh yeah, that's slave for you, Britney Spears. No. Whatever, whatever you're looking at now on Instagram oh, wow. though is not. I mean, look at her Instagram. It is just like a, a f- white trash mother of four. Yes, yes. She had a lot and of work she, on her face, and she does those crazy eyes where she's looking at the camera, yeah. like, but she has yeah. her head down and she looks all weird. Yeah, like that's a good angle for her or something. And I love these dances. Like that's so lunatic dancing. <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Like. That's not good choreography. Like, I've seen good dancers, and you're like, oh, that's pretty impressive. That's just some weirdo. Like, I could do that. Yeah, what she's doing now, too, the the stuff on uh, Instagram is unattractive. Like, it's only attractive where you're like, oh, she's crazy. I could probably get her. Mm Mm-hmm. With her dirty feet. Yeah. Yeah. She also, like, mumbles a mumbles a bunch of stuff like it's incoherent what she's saying and she like, talks yeah. like even... a little girl she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird and i think it was jeff ross or somebody a comedian said that she had those little prairie girl tops for she had one for every day 
And she came out and commented on it. And she was like, "Yes, I do have one for every day." Oh. So she put up like a bunch of pictures of her in different ones. She was like, oh, mm. you know, I bet you she smells like sweat and vanilla perfume, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. clothes, yeah. clothes that weren't washed. Like she wore it a couple days in a row, and then she tries to cover it with that vanilla spray. Body spray. Mm-hmm. Oh, hot. Sometimes I forget that this show is broadcast to people besides the three of you, four of you, everywhere. <laughs> I just got a tweet. One of my best friends is your next door neighbor, and you're right. She's a very nice person. And if you want to steal your trash can back, I'm sure she'd be happy to help you. There's a picture of the two of them together, but I don't know. Wrong this, neighbor. Wrong yeah, neighbor. I don't recognize this woman in the picture. She's not the one that I was talking about. Yeah. But yeah, this like is the house this. of Brandon. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to meet this woman, though. She looks very attractive. Uh, finally, in news, BuzzFeed uh, has a list of 15 celebrities who said they auditioned for Saturday Night Live but did not make the cut. Oh, I love this. I love this, too, because what could have happened? Uh, one of them, I'll just go through the different ones Shane that auditioned. Uh, Mindy <laughs> Kaling. Mindy Kaling, she auditioned while she was doing The Office but turned it down because she was uh, only offered a writing gig and not on-screen role. Yeah, also, she's like, I think this office thing might go somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. and she wound up becoming a producer of that as well, so I'm sure she made plenty of money off that. Uh, Kevin Hart, uh, he did an impression of former NBA star Avery Johnson during his audition, but SNL boss Lorne Michaels did not know who Avery Johnson was. <laughs> I don't know who Avery Johnson Yeah, so that did not go well. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who is on... Wait, the- wait, real quick. Uh, that's a per- Kevin uh, Hart is a perfect example of if you blow it in an audition and you feel like it's never... You're ne- right. I do Saturday Night Live, I'm never going to get another chance to do anything. And probably thought Hart. that. Probably walked out to his car and yep. was like, yep. oh, yeah. why, did I, why didn't I do Jordan? I yeah. Everybody knows Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Billionaire. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who was on Parks and Rec, she uh, interned at SNL in yep. 2005 and auditioned in 2008. Apparently did not make it. So weird, so oddly sexy. Yeah, she is. She is. Did you ever see when she jumped on stage during Will Farrell's acceptance speech at the no. MTV Awards? Yeah. You know, Joe, you ever see that? Joe, Joe could find that. Aubrey Plaza jumps up on stage at Will Farrell and Will Farrell was just like he just let it go on and then he goes Aubrey Plaza ladies and gentlemen and oh. they they escorted her out of the building she was wasted there is a picture of her with uh who is the Allison whatever her name is that plays the witch in the adventure in oh the, in the what uh, the Olsen oh yeah is it Allison Olsen I okay. think it's her but they're on stage together and Aubrey is grabbing her ass and oh. she's looking back like she Loves it. It is a hot picture. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Jim Carrey auditioned for Saturday Night Live. While he was auditioning, the building was surrounded by news crews because someone was in the midst of a suicide attempt on the roof. He went on to audition uh, but did not make the cast. Wow. Yeah, wow. Jim Carrey. They passed on Jim Carrey. Uh, Gina Davis auditioned in 1984, but apparently it was, quote, Quite awkward and uncomfortable for ev- <laughs> for everyone involved. I'd love to see that. Uh, Steve Carell, another another uh, person on The Office, obviously. Lorne Michaels uh, has said that he could tell that Steve was brilliant. He was a br- brilliant performer, but he knew that on some level it wasn't going to work out for Saturday Night Live. Oh, I think it would have been fine. He would have yeah. been. Yeah, he would have been the. Uh... Just like the one guy who got killed, the one guy whose wife, Phil Hartman. Yeah, he would have been the father. Uh, Steve Carell, if you remember, remember when Dana Carvey had his show that was short lived. Uh, Steve Carell was on there. Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert were both on there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, there's a documentary. I believe it's on Netflix called "Too Funny to Fail," and it shows Louis C.K. worked on that. Greg Daniels, who did the uh, American Office and did Parks and Rec, yeah. and all. There's so many people that worked on that show. That uh, how that show didn't make it is crazy. Dana Carvey. Yeah, I well, but Dana Carvey's good though. Like yeah, if but for he's that, also eighties. You look oh, at Dana yeah. Carvey, and you just think eighties. But that was, I want to say, nineties. Yeah, but he just some things just don't don't transfer over. Uh, Stephen Colbert tried out for Saturday Night Live. Uh, he imp- impressed a producer and got a callback alongside Tracy Morgan. Tracy made it. Stephen Colbert did not. Uh, Lisa Kudrow tried out in 1991, but Julia Sweeney got the spot. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Adam Devine, uh, he auditioned before Workaholics, did not make it in there. Dan- Donald Glover, a.k.a. Uh, what is his name? Childish Gambino. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he yeah. auditioned twice 
which uh, he mentioned in his monologue when he uh, uh, hosted the show in 2018. That's, That's great. You audition twice, and then you are, are the host. Uh, Jordan Peele, uh, he was a contender to play Barack Obama back in 2008 mm-hmm. and was offered a spot, but he had to uh, turn it down because of Mad TV. Mad TV wouldn't let him out of his contract. Uh, that's funny. Uh, John Mulaney, who, you know, of course, was a writer for Saturday Night Live, he auditioned to be a performer, but he was turned down. But then he wound up uh, going on to be the uh, writer and producer for the show for five years. Nick Kroll was in there, and uh, he, let's see, auditioned alongside John Mulaney, Jordan Peele, Ellie Kemper, uh, Kemper who is uh, Kimmy Schmidt, or whatever her name is, yeah. uh, who's very funny. None of them made it, though. And then finally, Jennifer Aniston. The actual story behind whether uh, she was rejected from SNL or turned it down is a little unclear, but she did audition. Adam Sandler has claimed that she was offered a spot but turned it down for Friends, wow. which was probably probably a good idea. Yeah, better chance. And yeah. yet uh, all those good people turned down, and yet they let uh, that buffoon John Belushi be on the show. Oh, <laughs> Pete Davidson. Ugh. <laughs> Pete Aaron. Davidson? Yeah. That's nah, funny. He needs stoner humor. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm kidding. we got to take a break. When we come back from our break, uh, Mr. Skin will join us. Mr. Skin, the purveyor of all that is n- nudity in movies, has a documentary out that's available to you on Amazon Prime. If Spanish didn't know. We'll talk to him <laughs> about that and uh, upcoming... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.